Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year. Unless it's a leap year, then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this for the Sully Baseball Studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager Bob Melvin, and just down the 101 from AT&T Park, the home of the San Francisco Giants. Now look, I am not going to turn this podcast into the trash the WBC. If you dig the WBC, fine. I'm, I'm never going to get in the way of someone enjoying baseball. Uh, I, I enjoy them for what it is. It's a, it's a series of exhibition games uh, involving teams comprised of different countries. If you like it, you say, hey, look, at maybe it'll give some people a chance who wouldn't normally get a chance. Fine. If you want to say, hey, it mixes up spring training every four years. Okay, fine. It's obviously not a tournament that means anything or has any significance, but fine. I've given my options of how to make it something significant and have it be something that opens up sports and opens up the possibility for the players to join Major League Baseball organizations, but fine. All right. I'm much more interested in making sure that players are healthy for the regular season. I'm much more interested in seeing that. Now, a couple of people were trying to, you know, there was a game where uh, Chris Archer and I believe it was Jose Quintana were having dueling no-hitters, and they go like, hey, look at that. The quality of pitching is great. Yeah, it's great. Chris Archer was removed from the game where he was throwing a perfect game after four innings, and I think it was 41 or 42 pitches, which is not how you would manage a game in April or May, unless you're Dave Roberts, who has a tendency of wanting to remove his pitchers in the middle of a no-hitter, but that's because he's trying to keep them healthy for the actual tournament that means something that's the Major League Baseball playoffs. But fine, if you're having fun doing it, great. But this is Sunday, and it's a Sunday request. If you're starting to hear me getting a little angry, I'm going to get angry for a reason you're probably not expecting. About the World Baseball Classic and how people can't watch it. I don't much care for it, but if you want to watch it, you should be able to watch it. And friend of the podcast, good bloke, Mark Blakemore, met him when I was in London, writes to me on the WBC, how bizarre is it that we can't watch it outside the USA? We're blacked out on MLB TV. And another friend of the podcast who I've met from Europe, Cubs fan with an eight, responds, are we? I never even tried, but I kept getting push messages about it despite turning them off. Folks, look it. The WBC is not for me. But it should be for people who want to see it. If you want to have a baseball experience that is seen by and had and and witnessed and the, the fans get into the the I, I, I've been I, I said experience 
And I realized I said experience, and I was trying desperately not to say experience twice in the same sentence. And it was I was turning into a, a mangled thesaurus, trying to come up with something that wasn't experience. And do you know what I came up with? Experience. So experience, 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 experience. The good people of Europe, are that's one of the markets you want to get, right? I mean, baseball is making big inroads in Asia. They're Japanese players or some players coming from China and from Taiwan. And so, you know, you're, you'd be really smart if you hit some other Asian countries, if all of a sudden you start to see India, if all of a sudden you start to see Thailand, you could maybe, uh, new markets there. But Europe is this great untapped market where you could find out that you have great shortstops from Rome, great second baseman from Berlin. The finest left-handed relief pitcher is in Geneva, and that person doesn't even know it. Opening up the baseball to Europe is one of the supposed goals of the WBC. And two people who are in Europe, Cubs fan with an eights in Switzerland, Mark Blakemore is in Great Britain. Is Great Britain still part of Europe? I, I don't quite understand the Brexit. They're already baseball fans, and they're having trouble finding it, having trouble watching it. Well, Sally, you know, if you actually, if you subscribe to this and you download this and you download that and you go to this and you set your settings, shut up. These are people who are already hooked and they're having trouble. Imagine you come, you're, where are you? Let's go, you're, you're in um, Madrid. You're in Madrid. And I speak no Spanish. Imagine me speaking Spanish. And you say, hey. There's this great game called baseball. Really? And there are teams in Europe currently participating in a tournament that is a baseball tournament. Oh, really? Wow, that's cool. Can I watch it? Sure, watch it on your device. I'm uh, trying to get it. Well, you got to download an app. All right. And then set your settings. All right. Then put in a password. Do you know what? I'm good. I'm good. If someone tried to introduce me to something, say, hey, Sully, there's a new kind of music that they only play in the Basque region in the mountains between France and Spain, and it, it, it involves slapping fish together. I don't know why you'd have fish in the mountains between France and Spain, but it's a special kind of music, and you sing along with Basque, and you, and you slap some fish together. I don't know if I'm into that. Well, it's really great. All right. Well, all right, fine. If you say so, I'll give it a try. Here, put it, you get it on your iPhone. All right, how do I do it? Press this button. Yeah. Are you downloading it? Well, no, I don't have enough memory. I mean, what do I need to download? An app. Well, I don't know. And then uh, disable cookies. All right. Free up space on your iPhone. What? And... Put in this passcode and make sure you have three capital letters, 
three lowercase letters, five prime numbers, and 15 symbols. What? And then you'll be able to listen to the Basque music with two people slapping their fish together. Do you know what? I'm good. I'm good. Now, that may sound like a strange analogy, because undoubtedly it is. But I have as much interest in listening to someone from the Basque region slap two fish together as most people in Europe want to watch baseball. It's just about the same. And if you put any barriers, you're like, what, what am I here? Why am I here? I'm, I'm already, you know what? I could go click, click, and I could watch whatever I want on Netflix and Amazon Prime. I'm fine with your little game. It should be so easy to watch. This is what this is what absolutely craters my mind and 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 makes me wonder if anyone's home in baseball is they don't understand that you've got to put this stuff in front of people. I mean, you've got to make it so easy to watch. You've got to make it to the point where it's everywhere. It's like, oh, I guess I'll watch it. There are sometimes they put crap on my uh, Facebook feed or my Twitter feed. And they being the powers that be. And I say, well, I'll watch, whatever this is, I'll watch it for a little bit. I've discovered shows that way. I've discovered entertainers that way. I bet that some, some people discover music. You shouldn't make it hard. Mark Blakemore already wants to watch baseball. Cubs fan with an eight wants to watch baseball. And you're looking at me like, oh, we're going to make it hard for them? Them. The people who are you, you already got them. It just blows my mind. I don't want to watch it, and I'm not going to watch it. I'm, I'm more interested in the season. But you're going to make it hard for people? It's not like people are climbing over themselves to watch the damn thing anyway. You know, it's not like it has. it's going to have ratings like, like the last mash, for God's sakes. You already have enough, enough trouble drumming up interest and so you're going to put up barriers block ads or whatever the hell it is to the point where people who are making the effort to watch it can't you know I've made a a reference to the great line in the film Spotlight that came out a couple years ago it was a great line that Leif Schreiber said I probably said it on the podcast and he said it it was along the lines of he was saying there was a lot of crawling around in the dark before the room was lit i think i'm butchering that quote but it's basically saying that before everyone knew all the facts there were people were kind of you know doing things kind of bumping into things and doing things incorrectly in the investigation in that movie and so you can say in, in when you look back in retrospect uh, in terms of baseball and media, that there was a lot of things that look obvious now that we know how media is consumed and everything like that. 
But at the same time, yeah, it's, it's hindsight. This is not hindsight. We know how people consume things. You know, baseball has to start taking an attitude of the sample trays at the supermarket. You have a product you want to sell, and they don't understand what it is. So you give them the samples. You get them hooked. Now, I've said this before, and I've said it again. Little League uniforms should be provided by Major League Baseball. The Little League in my town in California was priced out of the uniforms. They were too expensive. And so then the the uniforms just said Pasadena across their chest. And they looked cool. But one year, my kids played Little League, and they wore Mets uniforms. And they proudly wore them. And you saw kids walking around wearing their uniforms. Well, this is one way you can get it done in Europe. Think about this for a second. Soccer. Soccer is starting to become popular in America. It's getting there. It's getting there for two reasons. First of all, kids play soccer because it's a very inexpensive sport to play and it's a bunch of kids running up and down a field and kicking a ball. But kids have been playing soccer ever since I was a kid. There were soccer leagues when I was a kid. It didn't catch on. It didn't catch on because no matter what soccer league you put together here in the United States, people didn't care because people like to watch the best. Major League Soccer in America, whether it's the NASL when I was a kid or it's MLS now, is a minor league. The best players in the world don't play for the MLS. They'll go to Spain, they'll go to Italy, they'll go to England. But America would watch the World Cup. Do you know why? Because we like watching the best. It's like watching the Olympics. People like to watch the best in this country. And they'll watch weird-ass sports like tobogganing if they know these are the best in the world doing it. And people in America will watch the World Cup. But the World Cup is starting to grow in popularity in America, as is following soccer, for a wonderfully obvious reason. The Internet. The Internet. World Cup games were splashed all over social media. You couldn't go two seconds without seeing a bunch of people running up and down kicking a ball. Even I was watching it. I'm not a huge soccer fan, but I'm also not a big football fan either. I'm more of a baseball fan. Maybe you've picked that up. And the World Cup was ubiquitous. But do you know what's also happening now? People are following the Premier League. People are following leagues in in Spain and in Italy. They're watching the best play, and you start to see things like the Premier League standings and stuff like that in the newspaper, in the sports section, because people can follow it on their freaking devices. 
And so you have a group of people who grew up playing soccer who now have access to the best people playing it in the world. Now, I don't believe that the LA Galaxy and the San Jose Earthquakes and the New England Revolution, or I don't even know all those teams. I don't believe that they will ever be the big, great teams, but you will see people in America who will root for Manchester United or Real Madrid or AC Milan because they have access to watching it now. They played the game and they will follow the game and it can work the other way. Little League should set up in Europe. Have kids start to play it. It's a wonderful game for kids. Do you know why? Because everyone gets a turn at bat. Everyone gets a chance. They should be having little leagues all over Europe. Baseball should be providing them with freaking gloves and bats and uniforms that a bunch of kids in freaking Innsbruck, Austria are wearing Seattle Mariner uniforms. Look at me. I look like a baseball player. Maybe I'll start following it on my interwebs. Get them hooked young. Get them feeling like they're a baseball player. And boom! It won't happen right away. It may take a little bit. But if it takes a little bit, let's start to take it a little bit now. If you may find in a generation... You have a bunch of fans in Europe who grew up. Why are you a, you know, like Cubs fan with an eight is a Cubs fan. Maybe you figure that out. Mark Blakemore is a Yankee fan. I met a bunch of Met fans in England. But those are the people who are already there, already loving it. They are, they are like the people who discovered a band early. And it's cool that you like this indie band, but I want to see them playing stadiums. So, Mark Blakemore and everyone there, this is goddamn insanity. Sorry, Ray, but I had to say it. Europe is a great market for baseball. It will be. But when you have a tournament that involves some European teams and you make it hard to find, you're being stupid. It's not that hard to figure out the internet. All right, I'm going to... This is me figuring out the internet for you. People use it. People look at it. People are entertained by it. So put your product in front of those people. Don't make it harder. Otherwise, baseball will remain two fish being slapped in the Basque region between France and Spain. That isn't what you want to be. So, hey, if you have something you want me to talk about on the Sunday request, send me a tweet at Sully Baseball. Go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram, I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Slapping fish together, and I, I believe me, I didn't expect that analogy to go anywhere. This has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.